while the lion's share of the spotlight most often shines upon the Anarchs of the West Coast. Wherever there is a Camarilla presence, so too will you find Anarchs opposing them. For now, we will expand our scope to observe the Anarchs in other territories, focused primarily on Europe, Australia, and the northern coast of Africa. While there are certainly small conclaves of Camarilla, Sabath, and Anarchs on the African continent, in the dense coastal cities of Asia, and deeply embroiled in the local political affairs of Latin America, none of these locations boast a kindred presence large enough to support the political clashings of the Ivory Tower and the Unbound. That being said, in time we will look closer upon these lands, for there are other powerful forces at work quite capable of matching and overpowering the Children of Cain. But there is simply not enough time now to present them with the amount of detail they truly deserve. Europe is a different beast to the Americas. This is where some of the oldest still active members of the Camarilla and the Sabbat roam, and there are much less tracts of unsettled land as roughly 50 different nations share an area just a smidge larger than that of the US, with over twice the amount of people living there. The elders are entrenched, buried in the flesh of the cities of old like ticks, and few things pass their notice. Screw up in America and you can travel across the country, lay low, start fresh. Screw up in Europe and you will have nowhere to hide. This makes unlife for the Anarchs of Europe all the more dangerous, and thus they are often far more disciplined and secretive about their ideas, or powerful enough to protect them. Many Anarchs are in fact so old and powerful that scarcely anything distinguishes them from their Camarilla counterparts, and it is difficult to know if the elder you are discussing ideology with will report you to the Prince, or shelter you and your friends from them. Many smaller nations are also likewise so thoroughly under the thumb of one clan, or even a single kindred, that any and all who arrive will find themselves deeply scrutinized. Any sign of a troublesome attitude, and the best you can hope for is for a firm request that you leave. Austria is perhaps one of the best examples of this. Vienna is the city that houses the primary chantry of Clan Tremir. It is their base of power, where the Council of Seven most often convene, and where the body of their clan founder rests. While there are technically other clans present, they have little say in how the city is run. Any Anarchs active close to this bastion of the Camarilla is sure to face severe retribution, and thus it is a country most often avoided by the Anarchs. France is another old seat of the Camarilla, with Francois Villon ruling Paris as he has done for hundreds of years. Traditionally a Torador-dominated nation, France may have been the birthplace of anarchism as a philosophy, but there is very little in terms of impact or organization from the local anarch movement. There is a small group of anarchs in Paris, operating out of the neighborhood of Pantin, and there are cells in the major cities, but Beyond is powerful enough that they rarely act against him publicly. Corsica is somewhat of an exception to the low profile of the French Anarchs, as it remains firmly under the protection of an old gangrel Anarch named Antonino. As Corsica is relatively small, only between 5 and 10 kindred can sustain themselves on its small population at a time, so Antonino has a system in place that works to allocate positions on the island for a set amount of time. Germany, while ostensibly firmly under the thumb of the Camarilla, has a unique situation at its hands with the fall of the Berlin Wall. As East and West reunited, whatever kindred had their havens in East Germany apparently up and left, leaving behind massive territories unclaimed by any vampires. 
Thus, many Anarchs have opted to move east to claim territory for themselves, a few of them even dreaming of recreating the Anarch Free State in Europe. A notorious right-wing Anarch group that troubled Berlin for quite some time has apparently also left for the east, leaving behind another faction of more liberal-leaning Anarchs who are much more interested in influencing the Camarilla from the inside. Greece is another nation predominantly ruled by the Camarilla. Traditionally Torador and Ventru territory, you will find little tolerance for upstarts and rabble-rousers in the birth nation of Western philosophy. While the many islands of the Greek archipelago do offer many aspiring Anarchs the possibility to start small, the Ventru of Greece are often so old and powerful that they have means to sniff out Anarch meddling easily. Italy is perhaps one of the most dangerous nations to traverse as an Anarch, and if you publicly declare your allegiance, you are likely not long for this world, unless you are perceived as useful to one of the many ancient kindred living there. Practically all of the nation is under the sway of the Camarilla, with Milan and Venice as exceptions. Venice belongs to the Giovanni, and has for the last 500 years, and Milan, while officially Camarilla, was up until just a scant few years ago Sabat, ruled by the Lazambra Giangaliasso. He betrayed his former sect, and now pledges to the Ivory Tower, yet few vampire dare deal with him and he is left mostly to his own devices. Liechtenstein stands out as being quite a unique nation, being run by the Prince Vera, child of the Swiss Prince Guillaume. Although Vera is not powerful enough to risk the wrath of the Camarilla, she offers shelters for any Anarchs who promise not to cause trouble and not to stay too long as her nation is not big enough to support a larger population of kindred. Belgium, Luxembourg and the Netherlands are all ruled by a consortium of princes who focus primarily on cooperation. They tolerate the presence of Anarchs as long as there is no disruption to the flow of money and to their domains. Belgium is fairly conservative and not a good place to preach for liberty and equality, but both Luxembourg and the Netherlands are run by fairly liberal and open-minded kindred who don't mind you passing through as long as you don't cause too much trouble or insult your hosts. Portugal, while bordering the Sabat-ruled Spain, remains under the sway of the powerful prince Jorge Manuel de Gama, a Ventru who is relatively open-minded in regards to his visitors as long as his sovereignty is not threatened. Spain, meanwhile, remains a hotbed of conflict as it is the ancient homeland of the La Zambra. It is highly inadvisable for an Anarch to go there as they will inevitably be caught up in the conflict and used as a pawn by either side, unless they are particularly crafty about it. Switzerland, while officially under the rule of Vera's sire, is mainly controlled by local Ventru as Guillaume is rumored to have achieved Golconda and thus has little interest in the affairs of others. Being a small nation, anyone visiting would do well to avoid enraging any of the Ventru there, as they can be prickly about their status amongst their peers. Turkey, traditionally a home for the Banu Hakim, has been fairly safe for the Anarchs for many years, as the clan had a decent tolerance for the factions who opposed the Camarilla, which the children of Hakim could relate to. Now, however, as they have petitioned to join the Ivory Tower, it remains to be seen if their tolerance for the Anarchs will continue. The United Kingdoms and Ireland were once hotbeds of unrest, youth revolts and social conflicts. Yet in recent times there have been a wave of self-policing going on as the kind have begun to settle their affairs. It is also believed that while Queen Anne ruled from London and left most other cities to be ruled by their respective princes, Mithras, the Ventrum Methuselah, may once more be stirring, 
and he will not tolerate any pretenders to his throne. Although not Camarilla, he will most likely not take questioning of his authority sitting down. Scandinavia can in many ways be described as an anarch ideal. There is a general trend towards collaborative efforts, and the local kindred tend to band together and settle matters in compromise rather than to take hardline stances. That being said, any kindred who travel these lands will often be greeted with suspicion and should probably not expect the same open-mindedness as they grant each other. The Valkyries, scangrel servants of Odin Allfather, have been known to infiltrate anarch groups around the world, looking for potential recruits to their cause, which involves servitude to an ancient Methuselah, hardly close to the anarch ideal. It should be noted that many nations once under the sway of the Soviet Union have a significant population of Tsimitsi, and quite often Bruja. The Tsimitsi, being the ancient masters of these lands, are often insular and have little interest in neither mortal nor undead politics, aside from matters that involve them personally. Attempts to claim their land as your own, however, will likely result in you drawing their ire. In some countries, such as Bulgaria, there is close to no Camarilla presence, the Prince of Sofia being a great example of one of these ancient fiends. While the title may be similar to what the Camarilla uses, its implications are much, much older than the Ivory Towers. Romania, naturally, is ancient Timiti territory and is therefore best left to its own. There is little Camarilla to rebel against there, and the traditions won't protect an anarch who draws the attention and anger of one of the fiends. Other nations, like the Czech Republic, Slovakia, Hungary, and Poland, are instead more firmly in the hands of the Camarilla. In Poland, while it has a large Simitsi population, many cities are Camarilla, and remain so simply because they honor and respect the Simitsi voivodes and old traditions. Even so, there is a distinct tension between these two factions, something that can certainly be exploited by a crafty anarch who wishes to see either or both sides weakened. Russia, and those states closest to it, are still reeling from the rise and sudden fall of Baba Yaga. While she was in charge, untold forces of evil coalesced around her, and to survive you had to either lay very low indeed, or swear allegiance to her. Now with her disappearance, old Simitsi, surviving Bruja, and others are slowly beginning to crawl out of their hiding holes. As Russia is a massive nation, it is difficult for any Camarilla to cooperate effectively, thus making it relatively easy to establish an anarch foundation and slowly build momentum without attracting the immediate attention of the Camarilla and its Justicars and Archons. Much like in Turkey, the Banu Hakim, as well as the followers of Set, generally have little trouble with anarch presence in their lands unless it directly affects them. Morocco, Algeria, Libya, Egypt, and South Africa tend to be fairly tolerant of anarch presence, and the Ashira, likewise, are open-minded to these leanings as long as it does not impose upon their beliefs and the general stability of the Middle Eastern domains. Australia, meanwhile, is mainly Sabat and Camarilla, but Perth is now an anarch-ruled city, and Sydney is very lax on the etiquettes and decorum, allowing any kindred free passing as long as they behave. Perth is officially run by a coterie of elder anarchs, but they focus on maintaining the masquerade, leaving night-to-night -night unlife well enough alone. Australia, to an anarch, is relatively safe and forgiving, as long as they avoid the outbacks, which are still populated by creatures eager to kill vampires. As is clear, the anarch movement finds itself forced to adapt to its locations. While we have not touched further upon the Americas, we will do so in the next video, and we will also learn more about some key players amongst the undead.
Our work has pleased the antediluvian snow who has risen to oversee it. Long may he reign this dark god. The Methuselah Aubrey Ayers, whose wisdom transcends the boundaries of our understanding, and her satanic majesty Danny, reborn through fire and ice, are likewise worthy of our devotion. We are truly blessed to serve such illustrious masters. The council would also especially thank these primogen for their contribution to its work. Maximilian S. Hardcastle, 06, Stonewolf 18, Jokerman, and Cal Constantine. Your wisdom, experience, and good judgment shall be the torchlight by which we conduct our affairs. Also, we would like to extend a warm welcome to our newest member, Bambi Parsons. Our gratitude to you for joining us. Our elders, Edward Reed, Dante the Canine, What's That Smells His Blood, Remy Van Roy, and Gaslight88 shall receive our gratitude for their support and wise counsel, and we would also wish to send our thanks to the Ancile, Colin Gifford, Harry Wyckoff, Envy Han, and Adam Daw for their support. And last but not least, our stalwart neonates shall, as always, receive our appreciation for their services. And thank you for watching. Now be careful out there, for Gehenna may soon be upon us.